0: And welcome down to episode number 63 of the down south photo show with me brendan waits here in ocean grove victoria australia and the dude on the other screen and then your other ear if you are listening to this it's cam blake in hobart tasmania hello cameron g'day Brens. how you are going? you mate
1: i'm good I'm, I'm really well i'm in a good mood i'm jolly and festive and yeah. Yeah. um and finish work for the year. <laughs> yeah, I, like you said, you said, "Gee, you've done work on the run sheet." I'm like, "I've got nothing to do." <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I've, I've been, you know, I've been busy. I built a fence this week. You built a fence. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Usually people tell me to build a bridge, but I built I built yeah, that's a fridge. Right. A, a fridge. That's I built right. a fence. Um. No, next door. Just, I, just
0: in a random paddock somewhere, you just went. And yeah. Built just a fence.
1: just yeah. built some. No, next yeah. door, our our fence is a bit dodgy. Next door, so the neighbor and I have been. Uh, smashing panels together and doing all that kind of stuff and cool uh it actually it's still standing and it's straight and it looks like a fence yeah you get some serious um breezes in Hobart hopefully it's still there yeah well they got metal upright so it should be okay Okay. um but we're only about halfway done so we're still gonna we're gonna do a bit more later this week when the weather comes back to being okay Um, very good
0: yeah so not busy at all uh, yep. Thanks to everyone for listening to episode 62 with our good friend Tom Putt, uh, rating quite well that episode, so mm-hmm. thank you for that.
1: Yeah, don't um, thank Tom, though.
0: Why would we? And uh, I got a bit of feedback around the traps that uh, they uh, found that quite an engaging episode, so thanks for tuning in. <laughs> really? uh, and as usual, thanks to everyone for subscribing, liking, following, and all that sort of fun stuff as well. How are we going with our subscriptions? 373, oh, yeah. dude. That's all right.
1: We've gone that's up. We're, we're almost going to reach a, a 400. Better than a punch in the face. Yeah. I think. With a wet fish. It um, is. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for subscribing. And last week, yeah, last week's episode, as much as I hate to say it, uh, was actually pretty good. And I also got similar feedback. And also I got some feedback on your interview skills, Brendan. People were quite impressed with the way you handled uh, the ego. I mean, I mean, Tom, how you managed him, and (laughs) uh, it was a very enlightening
0: episode. Everyone said so. Right, good. I'm no, um, I'm no Michael Parkinson, that's for sure. No, Mel, Mel was a big fan of it. Mel, hi, Mel. I know. Hey,
1: have a listener. We need to give a shout out to someone else this episode. Chelsea. Yeah, she was here last night, and we had a bit of a wrap up for 2022. And all I heard was, "Why don't you give me any more shout outs on those?" The show. Sorry, to the, Chelsea. To the point that her <laughs> she's gonna kill me for this. But to the point that when her husband and uh her watched the show, uh the last couple of episodes they've watched, uh Isaac <laughs> as at her husband at the end has said, What? No shout-outs anymore. What's going on? <laughs>
0: Whoa. So dear.
1: yeah, so get out, Chelsea. Okay. Uh Hello, and Chelsea.
0: We'll give Isaac a shout. Let's give everyone a shout out, eh? It's shout-out time. Um Cameron, you're looking very festive tonight. For those I of am. those of you who can't see Cameron, please explain. Uh, So I was given a set of pyjamas. This is actually a pyjama
1: top. It's a Mickey Mouse Merry Christmas shirt. I love it. So would you you believe this is so embarrassing, but I'm putting it out there for the world, that Lisa went and bought matching pyjamas for the entire family.
0: That's wonderful. I'm looking forward to the Christmas photo.
1: Yes, there apparently is going to be one coming. (laughs) Of course there is. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, Um, And and that's just your normal hat that you get around in?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Autumn, my daughter, she's been wearing this for last week. So she said, wear this, Dad. So I said, I will. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, and you're in our good old... Uh, I Down have the Downsouth Down
0: photo, photo Show hoodie hmm. on, uh, yeah. available where all good hoodies can be purchased. Yeah, on our website. <laughs> yes, that's right, our website. Maybe that's next year. Um, anyway. <laughs> hey, I know someone who's got a lot of downtime right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I,
1: it's funny you say that because I'm actually working on something that I will announce soon, but Ooh. I've been working on another thing uh, and it has a, a website attached to it. So it wouldn't be too hard to get one going. All right okay um but we will yeah, we'll get onto that but uh yeah that's not now that's another
0: time we will um let's start as we do every week with our backgrounds your background has gone very uh white christmasy i guess yeah that, that was
1: the theme uh i'm not going to read what's on the running sheet as my background <laughs> <laughs> don't do that no no Um well, let's, so, let's keep it pg let's keep it pg um so this is uh yeah i thought. You know, we don't get, well, we're almost going to get white Christmases in Australia these days, but mm. uh, this is a shot from a little set of tarns in the Cradle Mountain National Park with some beautiful old pencil pines covered in snow. There's actually another one. There's like three of them in the reflection, which I like. That is a
0: very cool reflection.
1: Yeah, it was, it was bitterly cold, but it was pretty
0: cool. So I thought I'd go a bit, yeah,
1: snow scene and
0: Christmas-y. I like it. I like it. Well, my, mine, mine's a metaphor for a Christmas tree. It's a lighthouse house. Yeah, sure, it's, it's like
1: not a, what sure it's not what the running sheet says it
0: is. It's a beacon. No, we can't read what the running sheet says. But it looks <laughs>
1: like it looks like what the running sheet says.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of does a little bit. <laughs> uh, so this is this yeah. is my oh, hang on, I better cover the camera. This is my uh, go to spot, Point Lonsdale at sunset, taken with the drone. And yes, I was in that photo, and I had to clone myself out. Right. I'm actually standing on the lighthouse, but I just didn't think it wanted needed to be where's Wally like uh old mates last week. So <laughs> yeah, no. Um so let myself out of it. Did you drop the sky in that one? I uh, no, oh, not good. that one. Uh, no, that's no. Good. I don't do that, Cameron.
1: Well, the last lighthouse shot with the sunset that you put up, you had dropped the sky. It was an excellent photo, that it was. It was, it was it made all the better by the sky. That was it no, was.
0: Um fake. what's so we know what you've been doing this week. You've been building a fence, yep, and keep doing is that it? Just a uh, fence building? I've build, built a fence, building a bit of a Yeah, I know, I know what else you've been doing. You've been, been using that ridiculously awesome lens. Uh, well,
1: I have a little bit. I have used it. I went out and used that earlier in the week, actually on Sunday, and went out with a friend of mine, Jamie, out to the southwest, and we got some beautiful light. Um, but sadly, that lens is in the mail going back to oh, OM yeah. Digital tomorrow so Tomorrow. yeah but there is a full moon tonight so I might grab it out before I go to bed and
0: yeah unbox it. it
1: unbox it and uh get it going but yeah it's been a lot of fun using that lens um just for people who didn't catch the episode last week what is the lens it's an Olympus or om digital uh 150 to 400 mil f 4.5 pro lens so it's a, the equivalent of a 300 to 800 mil uh it has image stabilizer built in. It also has a 1.25 times teleconverter built in. Um, Putting all that aside, I must admit, I was a little bit, not skeptical, but, you know, when you see a lens that's that big and that expensive, you know, you sort of expect it to be the bee's needs of sharpness and clarity and, you know, practicability. It it actually did everything it meant to do. It was super sharp, super clear, uh, nice and fast with the autofocus. Um, Everything on the lens works really easily. When you're swapping over you know between focal lengths and all that kind of stuff so yeah whether or not i dropped 10 or eleven thousand dollars on buying one i don't know yet but if anyone is listening who uses the im system who is purely into wildlife and sports and action things like that this wouldn't be a stupid purchase because it is a
0: cracker of a lens so yeah, yeah it looks amazing um, and i would have thought I mean, obviously, the photos I've seen that you've put up on uh, the socials uh, have been awesome. Very, very cool. Uh, But I would have thought you are not the target audience for this lens.
1: No, I'm not. Um, And that was one of the funny things when I spoke to Aaron um, from OM Digital. Um, I said, look, I'd love to give it a go and give it a whirl. Um, And we both sort of said, well, that's, you know, you don't really do that wildlife stuff. But uh, we did give it a bit of, bit of a challenge to see if we could use it in landscape. So a lot of the shots I've been sharing from the lens have been just landscape photography shot at 800 mil. And it's quite interesting to see how far you can actually get into a scene and, and get that light that, you know, you might see right in the very distance. You can actually fill the frame with that beautiful light. So
0: yeah, it, awesome.
1: ha- it has a practical use, but yeah, it's not a lens you would be hiking with or carrying around. Yeah. too
0: far from a car I wouldn't think yeah, yeah. and as we discussed as well a couple of weeks ago when we we're talking about that lens um it's pretty lightweight compared comparing it to yeah equivalent uh L series lens or Nikon lenses or Sony lenses even it's yeah uh, it's fairly light
1: yeah totally it's a fraction of the of the weight um the weight wouldn't be an issue carrying, it's just the size. Like trying to put some of yeah. that in the backpack would be a bit of a nightmare.
0: Yeah, so. I had a bit of an experience over the weekend myself with um a lot of people with gigantic lenses. I was lucky enough mm. to get down to the Australian Open Golf. Yes. Um, because those avid listeners out there know that I'm as much as a photographic tragic, I'm also a golf tragic. So far as the fact that I love going to golf tournaments, which I know bores a lot of people senseless, but um, I got to walk the hallowed fairways of the Victoria Golf Club, which is just oh. a stunning piece of real estate for yeah. uh, for golf. And uh, a lot, of, um, and of course, as I do, I get sort of attracted to what the pro photographers are shooting with and having a good yeah. look at the gear they're carrying around. And a lot of them. A lot of them were lugging some big gear, man. And and mm. you know, they even so a lot of a lot of golf photographers will wear knee pads as well. Yeah, okay. So they're forever yeah. running to get the next shot. And they're literally on their knees taking these photos and um, right. you know, big monopods and lenses over the shoulder and lugging them down the fairway. And I, I was it got me thinking about the Olympus gear and whether or oh, sorry, the OM system gear and how it would stack up against yeah. you know, uh because I've started to see uh, a lot of Sony gear. Uh, yes in, in yeah. the pro ranks um you yeah, which is a break away from canon i think has dominated sports photography for quite some time nikon yeah. a little bit but definitely canon yeah,
1: yeah.
0: and there was uh, there was a lot of uh, sony stuff out there uh and i got talking to one guy who was shooting sony couldn't give you his name but he he said um the one thing he loved about the sony is, is his stealth it's silent yeah. dead silent he can yeah he can do the, the uh, electronic shutter on it is just incredible. And he said he can shoot a billion frames a second and, you know, not miss yeah. a thing and not make a sound, which is important when you're photographing golf.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, that's funny. You say that I was watching the news today and well, there was a press conference going on somewhere over the world uh, around the world. It wasn't Australia, but there was like two press photographers down the front using the Olympus lens that I've got here. So oh. I went, oh. I'm like, that's weird. Cause they, I could see it was definitely that lens. I'm like, okay, that's interesting that, that they're using it there. But yeah, look, I, I think the files that I've seen out of it, um, like they're, they've, I've done some uh, wombats and animals and stuff around Cradle Mountain and the, the sharpness and clarity is, is great. Like you compare it next to a Sony or a Canon or a Nikon, you know, again, it comes back to that 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 chat we've had about, you know, where do you stand and, you know, perfect viewing distance and, if it's going online versus getting printed, then I don't think there's a big issue. And and well, I, I would
0: yeah. argue now that even if it is getting printed, I mean unless yeah. you're unless you know for sure that you're doing fine art, really large prints. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, um, I, I I don't see any reason why people wouldn't save a few bucks as well, but yeah. you know, get yeah. the lighter gear, particularly for pro sport.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like you're going to save a few thousand dollars on the lens, and you're probably going to save you know, four or five kilos in weight overall. So that's a big difference. But again, I guess if we go back to the sports side of things, a lot of those are just, you know, publications, buying gear, and there you go, there's a photographer go out with it. So they they just buy a bunch of gear. But if you were, uh, you know, starting out or wanting to, you know, work your way up the ranks of sports photography or wildlife photography and you had a budget, then I don't think you can go, like, it's still a super expensive lens, but compared to the comparisons on other brands, it's yeah. it's well in front, so
0: yeah, for sure. Mm. Uh, awesome. Um, I wanted to before we get into our main topic of conversation. I wanted to bring something up uh, about uh, work photography workshops. Oh, yes, uh, I had quite the experience. Uh, goodness me, was this only last night? It could have been two. The days blur in December. <laughs> it's all yeah, just yeah. a day. December is one long day. Um, but uh, I decided to give this gentleman a one-on-one workshop. Um, I want to say he's around 70 years of age, Um, uh, had a Canon 700D that he bought six or seven years ago, mm. classic story where he wanted to get into photography, bought the gear and just couldn't relate to it, he just wasn't getting the results he wanted, Yeah. Um, and then finally bit the bullet and said, I need someone to show me how to do this. And uh, within, I reckon, 10 minutes, I had this guy completely and utterly hooked on photography. Yeah, complete, yeah. and and it was the smallest things just showing them even showing him that you can adjust the the diopter through the eyepiece you know and adjust, oh yeah yeah yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He, he kept he was like oh this this doesn't appear sharp it's like hang on let me show you something he went oh my god right yeah, okay yeah. now now you know i was blind now i yeah. can see quite literally i've had a couple of those moments as well with the diopter diopter's yeah, the, 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 a, a big one well that's a pro tip isn't it because um i, I don't know that the majority of people know what it is or what it does. And it's just a little no. adjustment that's on the back of your eyepiece. I don't know if you've got a camera handy, Cam, but um, yeah, we're only not. photographers well, we have a camera handy. No. But that, on the back of the eyepiece, is a little um, uh, a dial where you can actually nice. adjust the, uh, the viewfinder, to suit your vision. So if you wear yeah. glasses, for example, you can shoot without your glasses. Yeah. Um, or you know, if, if or you if you wear it, glasses, you, a...
1: you can you can match it to your glasses.
0: Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Um, right. And you can basically customize that diopter like you can with a pair of binoculars. Hmm. Um, yeah. So did, and and the, as the workshop progressed, um, showing him simple things like ISO and all I had to do was relate it back to film because this guy's seventy and he gets yeah, oh, yeah four hundred speed film. I remember that. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. well, you realize you can now change your Film speed, shot yep. to shot. And he's like, oh my god, right? You know, yeah. And it got me thinking. it's like, who's selling this gear? Like, why? Why are people being told this? You know, yeah, like when they're yeah. making the, the. To me, that's an absolute selling point. Like, you know.
1: Yeah, and that's a, that's um, that's something I'm sure we spoke about at one stage, and I've spoken to a lot of people about when we we're working at Camera House. Is hmm. that was that that was the big gap, really? Like, you, people that buy a camera and then they'd pay for the camera and they'd walk out and have no idea how to use the camera or understand really what they had in their hand and i'm sure i've floated it with the guys at camera house many times like we should be doing education or we should be doing yeah. some mini courses to show people how to use their cameras and charge them for whatever but you're right like people buy cameras and the people selling them are just like well that's 2000 dollars thanks yeah. how many megapixels is it? yep that's all you need there you go yeah. so
0: yeah, I yeah. think it came down a lot to people would would do a bit of basic research or the classic. Oh, I've got a, fr- a friend who's a photographer and he recommended this, yeah, and yeah. you know, or yeah, I do a Google search and see what was best, and I came up with a Canon 700D. Okay, great. Um, you know, but but Ted's are selling it for this much, and JB Hi-Fi got it for that much, but they're throwing yeah. in this, they're throwing in that, and it's just like, okay, are they going to show you how to do a custom white balance? Yeah, uh, a yeah. what now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, why, why would I need that? Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. I and mean, no one like in my workshop, I, I actually talk a lot about white balance and I explain yeah. to people what it is. And people uh, quite often the reaction is, oh, wow, like that's mm. so cool that you can do that. Yeah. And second of all, how come I've never heard of this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: I've had this camera for 10 years and no one told
0: me I could change that. Well, this guy the other night, like, as I say, he reckoned he'd had his camera for at least seven years. Yeah. And he said, I guarantee you that ISO button has never been pressed.
1: <laughs> but then again, does that also come back to just being a devil, devil's advocate here, but does that come back to the people that are buying the cameras, not actually reading manuals or actually, because a lot yeah. of the, man, the manuals are quite complex. Like there's a lot of stuff in there that is, explains, on, yeah, which explains a lot of what everything does. So yeah. is it also a bit of the case that customers are like, well, this is a, top range camera i shouldn't have to press any buttons it should just look good
0: you know what i think there is a bit of that i think there Mm. is a bit of you know um i've I've spent all this money then it should just deliver great photos and in auto mode to a certain degree it does it does you know provided you don't do anything you know push it beyond its capabilities yeah um but it's the classic analogy i use every time if you leave it on auto it's like buying a you know range rover and never taking it off road it's yeah it's you know, and and also use the use the analogy like I can go and buy Tiger Woods's golf clubs. Yes, and I ain't, I ain't winning a major anytime soon. Yes,
1: yes. So
0: you know it's it's. Yeah, I, it's
1: pretty, I I pretty I came up with a really good analogy the other day. I don't know where I put it. I said it somewhere. Oh no, it was, there was some <laughs> Someone on Facebook. There's a group uh, of it's like a Tassie when people come holiday in Tassie. It's a Facebook group that people ask questions and gets lots of stuff in there. And this lady had put up there that she'd been to Tasmania, but was so disappointed everywhere she went, just never looked like any of the photos that she'd seen of Tasmania. <laughs> and, and she was absolutely, and she was disgusted and really disappointed and it sort of ruined her holiday and stuff like that. And, um, really? and wow. said, you know, the people, you know, it's really misleading. And a few people put up there saying, well, a lot of these are Photoshopped and, you know, maybe, maybe you're thinking of like more postcard shots versus happy snaps. And I put up there something along the lines, like, you know, it's, it's like you know, if someone you know, if you if I give you the notes for one of the best Beatles songs and you try and play it, it's still going to sound like shit. But if the Beatles <laughs> if the Beatles play it, it's going to sound incredible. So yeah, pretty much cool. what I was meaning is that if you take the photo of Cradle Mountain with no experience and no skill as a happy snap, then it's probably not going to look as good as a professional photographer who 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 edits it and plays around with light and all that kind of stuff. So. But I used the Beatles analogy, and I thought it was a pretty good one. And it is good. I got absolute donuts back from that lady. She didn't answer. <sighs> she didn't like. She didn't
0: even get upset about it. Well, I'll I'll give you heaps of kudos for that one. But Thanks. it's it's you're exactly right, and it's a case of someone like yourself who's now lived in Tasmania for quite a few years, gone back to these locations time and time again, you know, to yeah. and 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 got better and better and better at your skills. Yeah. You know, whereas like what she'd been there for two weeks, a week, yeah, whatever, yeah. Got in the car, drove yeah. there, looked at Cradle Mountain, and went, "Oh, it's and it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Why doesn't it look well? Well,
1: like- I was just about to say <laughs> one of the comments I think she made was that that she went, she got to Cradle Mountain at lunchtime, and it looked nothing like the photo she'd seen. Mm, mm, and I'm like, well, wonder that's probably It's probably because that was sunrise or sunset. <laughs> um, but th- these are the same people that go out. there. And they go back to Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane, wherever they're from, and go, "Well, I better buy you know a, an A7R4 from a Sony." <laughs> because that's what uh, that'll make me to better photos, and go back to Cradle Mountain and take a photo yeah. on auto and still get it looking crap. But you've got to you've got to actually practice, and you've got to understand and and research and do stuff. So
0: yeah, and instead of spending money on that lens, you spend money on a photography workshop or that's it on travel to get to these awesome places. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's right. I I, I think it's um, it's probably pretty cliched, but I, I think um, doing. It, and a lot of our listeners, we're sort of preaching to the choir here because, mm. you know, they're probably already on our, on pay, on the same pages. But if you've got a friend, people who yeah. is keen on photography, but they're a little bit frustrated with it, tell them to do you know, a one-on-one workshop or, yeah. or um, they don't have to go on a full-blown tour or anything like that. I mean, a lot of wherever yes, you're do. located, well, you have to go on one of Cams, but, what, <laughs> you know, wherever you're located around the country, yeah. there's going to be. You know, maybe a photography group. There's going that's to be right. like minded individuals. There's probably even someone running, uh, yep. you know, entry level photography stuff. Um, here in Ocean Grove, we have a, a, a it's called like a community house or a, you yeah. know, where they run little cool little courses for like people who are, might, might be semi retired and looking yep. to get into something new. They run a photography one there. I think it goes for like six weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, well, for like a hundred bucks.
1: It's exactly <laughs> the same as, you know, like a lot of people I think getting into photography these days from my experience, tend to be sort of more towards the retiree age. I'm going to
0: disappear off the screen, but keep talking. Uh
1: They're going to be uh, more about sort of the retiree age maybe, but um, it's the same as if you like when you go play golf or anything else that you enjoy as a hobby for, um, you know, for your time uh, in your spare time. You know, if you're playing golf, you'll go to the driving range. If you play bowls, you'll go practice during the week. If you you run marathons, you'll go train beforehand. So there's, there's this training and practicing all about, you know photography that you still need to get out there and practice your craft and get better at it not just pick up a camera and think you can be an expert straight away so yeah it's a bit interesting how that works but um yeah it's good that the old guy that you came with picked up a few things so that's good
0: yeah absolutely now he was um you're getting was, another beer aren't you I, so you <laughs> didn't have to use you didn't have to give that away Cam. <laughs> you're <getting another> beer. <laughs> I, I forgot to preload myself but that's um, yeah, there's definitely yeah. a two beer episode, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's no. um, you got you got to practice,
1: and if you're not practicing, then you don't you can't expect to get better, really. No, that's exactly
0: right. Um, but um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we will um, our main topic for discussion this week, we wanted to talk about um, printing and selling of photography. We've touched on it. I mean, we're 63 episodes old, so some of our subjects and topics do overlap as we go through. But um, yeah. I remember at some point we have spoken about this before and it brought up a lot of uh, a lot of chat in the comments and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, well, is printing and selling photography dead?
1: Well, yeah, this, this 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 topic actually came up. I'll give another shout out to Chelsea. She, she's going to be glowing by the end of this What's episode. She's gone
0: from chocolates to, bo- no, four dollies well, to chocolates. dollies to
1: chocolates, yeah. Um, I was talking to her last night and, and Chelsea helps me a bit with my business and we're talking about what next year would look like. And I really, you know, along with a lot of other, you know, for example, Tom last week and other photographers that we, we talked to, yourself included, is to me, the ultimate is selling prints. You know, like, like you said last week, you know, there's nothing better than someone laying down their hard urn to buy a picture of yours framed up. And it's a, a lovely feeling. It's, a, it's like a feeling of completeness when you've done the whole shot and the editing, the effort to get it and that kind of stuff. And we'll talk about it last night about, you know, what I want to try and do. And I've got a few ideas in regards to selling prints next year, but we were trying to really sit there and say, okay, who who is actually buying photographic prints these days? Like who is the market for photographic prints? So, and to be honest, I, I can't put my finger on it. You know, like you could say, okay, it's collectors or you could say it's lovers of art, or it might be, Businesses who want to, you know, like you did the the doctors. I think it was around the corner yep. the other day. Yeah, you know, yep. putting stuff in there. But it's a really, really hard one to figure out who yeah, it's is actually, actually.
0: It's actually becoming a bit of a running gag around Ocean Grove now. It's like if your waiting room hasn't got a Brendan Waits photography photo, I mean, are you even a business? I mean, oh really? On. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> People yeah. get they. they oh, I was in the dentist and guess what I saw, and I was over getting an X ray and guess what I saw, and I was yeah. at my accountants and guess what I saw. Yeah. Actually, my accountant has got one of your pictures hanging in his waiting room. So does he really? Right, so he might have won it at my golf day one year.
1: Oh, very good. Yes. Um. So, so it got me thinking that, like, is selling prints dead? Like, are we just beating? It? Like, it's got to be a min- minority of a of a customer that wants to buy prints, as opposed to the majority of people who just like looking at print and go. Oh, that's nice on the on the screen. Move on. So, it was an interesting conversation that Chelsea and I had, and and really, we didn't get a solution to it as to you know is it dead is it try- Is it worth trying to still sell nice framed fine art prints or is it just a waste of time okay well
0: tell me the answer brins clearly i'm going to come from my experience and my yeah so when i first started selling prints or photo any photographs of any any note uh was actually my old stomping ground of swan hill um i i the very, I still remember the very first time I sold one of my photos, and it was a, a sunrise photo I'd taken in Warnable, of all places. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, gee, it might have even been shot on a K1000, but um, at least an MZ50 film. And yeah. um, I remember, I remember the sunrise very well. It was freezing cold because it's Warnable, and there was just a beautiful golden light on the water, and it was, uh, the ocean was a mirror, like it was yeah, flat. Okay. It was gorgeous. Yeah, and I just waded out there up to my waist and took these these photos. And anyway, I ended up I put one in a frame for a, a friend of mine's. Must have been his 18th birthday. I gave him to him. For his, that's how long ago this is. This is yeah, 30 32 <laughs> years ago. And yeah. um, yeah, of course I gave it. Just gave him the print as a gift. And his parents actually said, "Oh, that's amazing! Like that's a that's a beautiful photo. Did you take that? That's incredible." wow, wow. wow. Uh, can we get a copy? And it's like, well, yeah, like I don't know. Do do you want to just cover the cost of the frame? Yeah, that's that's all that was. Yeah, but that's that was the genesis. That's where it where the the bug started for me because it was just like, and then uh, we started. I was my partner at the time. We started just taking photos around our hometown of Swan Hill.
1: Yeah,
0: but we were targeting locals and we were targeting tourists. Yeah. to the area, and 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 that has never changed for me. Yeah, I've always been lucky enough to be able to sell my photos in high tourist areas. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, those of you who know some of my work know that I did the Yamundi Markets up in Queensland for nine years, but yeah. I lived in Noosa. So, you know, I was able to go and shoot Noosa heads and mm. up the Noosa River and the Sunshine Coast and surfers and all this, and, and then heading north to Fraser Island and those sort of places. Yeah. But the money markets is set right in the heart of that area. Yeah. So you'd have so it's an a, instant. It's a captive market, isn't it, really? 100%. And you'd have an instant emotional connection with the area. So, for example, I'd have a photo of there's a bay at New Newsheds National Park called Tea Tree Bay. It's quite well known. And a lot of people learn to surf there. Or a lot of people do the walk around the national park. And they love it. I mean, we've, there's been wedding wedding propos, marriage proposals there and the whole bit. So when I would have those photos of Tea Tree Bay, oh Tea Tree, oh that's all. Yeah, we love you know. That's where you asked me to marry you, or that's where my dad's ashes are scattered. Mm -hmm. Like it's even stuff like that, which is fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. it's not so fantastic that their dad died, but you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's sentimental. is What I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. There's a sentimental connection there. Yeah. Um, And even, you know, as I transitioned back down to Victoria. Um, you know I would do markets in Melbourne but I would have Melbourne scenes yeah you know city scenes that I wasn't used to sort of yeah. doing but I did it because I knew that they would again strike a chord with people yeah
1: yeah and that's
0: where it works for me and it definitely works for me in Ocean Grove yes my the backbone of my business is printing other people's photos mm. but you know quite a, a substantial amount of my sales come directly from my photography yeah. of main beach at Ocean Grove of yeah. that photo behind me you know the the the, the the lighthouse at Point Lonsdale or, yeah. um, you know, Bowen Heads. And Bowen Heads is such a, well, it's an iconic beach. Like yeah. people come from Melbourne for day trips to go to Bowen Heads. So yeah. they, you know, they see the bridges over the Bowen Heads River that everyone's seen a thousand times, but they haven't seen it when it's got that awesome sunrise behind it or those colors behind it. Yeah. So you've got the emotional connection already or the emotional attraction already coupled with the fact that it's a decent photo as well. And there's your, there's your trigger point. And it's like, yeah, actually that would, if I, you know, I could go to Ikea and grab a shot of whoever and just, you know, yeah. some pine trees and chuck it on the wall. not having a crack at your pine tree photo, by the way, that was just sublim- subliminal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah. and just chuck it on the wall, you know, by some nobody and some company in Sweden pockets the yeah. profits, yeah. or I could get this guy's work. That's actually quite unique. And it's not like I'm going to go to my neighbor's joint and they're going to have exactly the same photo on the wall. Yeah. So, yeah. a lot of it, I think. I think the emotional aspect, sentimental, emotional connections with it, with the scene, yeah. is what makes it. Now, when, I can guarantee you, Cam, when I do the Overland track with you next year, yeah, I'm going to go back through your photos of the Overland after I do that, and probably yeah. end up buying one off you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. So yeah, so so you think that selling prints is still alive and well, but your 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 secret to it, I guess, is that you're keeping it local. You're keeping it yep. uh, not emotionally charged, but sentimentally attached because you know people come down to these certain places. 100%. So so this is this is where I sort of struggle because I don't I don't well, I have the little gallery out at Richmond, and that that turns over a little bit of work, but it doesn't turn over truckloads of work. And they're all Tassie photos, and they're all Tassie shots of you know what we would think would be emotionally driven locations to go to and things like that. So that's sort of I'm still a bit lost in regards to what I what I'm gonna do as to, you know, do I keep doing Tassie shots or do I start doing things a bit differently or you know limiting the amount that I'm selling or all these different things? But yeah, yeah, it's hard to put your finger on who is your audience. And especially if you're trying to run an online store as well, like online store versus physical store where you might be, you've got people physically in that location. Like breathing in the air that they're looking at on the photos. That's here. right.
0: That's right. Where
1: where an online store, they could be anywhere in the world looking at it, mm. and maybe that connection is not there. So yeah, yeah, that's a tricky one. How, how so to from try a, and- from
0: a purely um, uh, salesmanship uh, yeah. side of things, when I've got people who I know are interested in my photos and they're looking through the collection, like I have physical like stacks of prints that people can yeah. look through. Yeah. Um, you know, boxes with with mounted photos that people can look through way better than any website. And yeah. the reason for that is it's tangible. They get their hands on it and mm. people can see the photo and then then they see the photo and then they look up at the wall and they can see it you know, huge on a big canvas print. And and yeah. again, it's that emotional connection. When a customer turns to me and says, do you have a website? I've lost the sale. I know I have. Mm. It, they'll, yes, I do. And it's sort of like their way, oh, I'll go and check them out online. Yeah. So what I then say to people is, well, you're in an advantage now because you've seen how they look printed. Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes that even gets them to buy it then and there, but yeah. most of the time they will come back. But you know, if, if it's just, oh, have you got a business card? Sure. And when I used to do the markets, that was yeah. just that was the the death knell of the sale. Do you have yeah. a card? Yeah. yeah, sure. Here you go. Yeah. So <laughs> w- w-
1: what you're saying is I probably need to go to the Salamanca market and have a stall down there.
0: Look, it's there's a lot there's two schools of thought on on markets. Um I loved doing the markets, I really mm. did, and I did them for a long time. Um Yamundi, as I said, for pretty much nine years, which would have to be one of Australia's best well-known markets and certainly a fantastic market. Yeah. Yeah. Um shout out to all my friends in Yumundi, um, who probably aren't listening. And, <laughs> you know, and then and then I came down, as you remember, I was doing the Flemington markets, the Flemington yeah, race course. Right. Yeah. Uh, then I was doing Yarra Glen Markets, uh, Red Hill as well, uh, yep. all the big Melbourne Melbourne markets. Yeah. And then I did Point Lonsdale Market down here before I opened Camera and Photo when I was working for Camera House. I did the Point Lonsdale Markets, and how many of these sort of shots do you reckon I sold? But they just flew because I yeah. could literally from my market store, I could just about get on my tiptoes and see that lighthouse.
1: Oh, uh, right. Yeah.
0: Literally yeah. under their noses, right there. And yeah. I think if I was going to do Salamanca Markets. I would have so many photos of the Salamanca Harbor. You wouldn't, yeah. it would just, that would be, that would dominate one whole side of my market store. Yeah. Because that's exactly where they are. And that's yeah. the connection. Oh, that, and even a photo of the markets themselves. Yeah. Yeah. A drone shot or something like that of the markets. It's again, it's that emotional connection that people have with their, with their holiday more than anything. Yeah.
1: So is online, is online dead then? Is it really?
0: Hard to still get sales online. And... I can't remember the last time I sold a print online that I mm. hadn't to a customer that I hadn't already li- liaised within the store, yeah, or, or seen in the store. And it's funny, it's funny you say that as well as going back a bit.
1: You know that the canvas that you've done this week for me of the canola fields and Ben Lomond yes. Mountain, that that was that that that's the person who bought that owns that property. There you go. So so there's that emotional connection right there for yep. it. So yeah, I think I think you've given me. A pretty good um, uh, hint, yeah, as to where I
0: need to go with things. So, Live on air, folks, on the Down South Photo Show. I have yeah. taught Cameron something.
1: Yeah, well, you, you, like <laughs> you, you've you've been you've been doing that side of things a lot longer than I have, and successfully yeah. doing it. Where yeah, I, I've been doing the workshops and probably done you know a few more bigger workshops now than you might have done over the years. But yeah, printing and and workshops like like I, I love doing my workshops. I really do. I, I, and again, i i the markets that I've done. We did that one in Greensboro or whatever it was that oh. time. It was terrible, but it worked. Um, but I, we I saw I, kangaroos hopping over water. We did, yes. Um, and that wasn't There, there, in there are exceptions <laughs> to the rules. <laughs> there's there's, no, there's <laughs> kangaroos in Greensboro. Um, but I, I actually, I, I, I do like that customer interaction and telling the story and and, yeah. and talking to people. And, and I, I think a market stall would be a great thing for me, but it's more of a time constraint that sort of stops me from doing that. Oh, look,
0: I, I'll, I'll be the first to throw my hat in the ring and say that markets are hard work. They yeah. are hard work yeah. and sometimes they can be downright depressing. Yeah. Um, you know, some some of the oh, I've got so many stories, but you know, thing, things like the weather for one. Yeah. Most most markets are outdoors and you've got yeah. to be weatherproof. And photography and like prints and weather do not mix. It they never have. Well, no. Um you know some- some days it's just blowing that windy down here that I remember <laughs> nearly lost my entire stall, nearly blew over you know um yeah, literally well. hanging on to the to my tarp, my tent and all that sort of stuff while pictures Shit. are falling off the, that was horrible, yeah. and then you'll get a forty two degree day and everything yeah. just bakes and they yeah. sweat behind the glass, and they look yeah. terrible yeah, um you know, but scattered in amongst that were the days where um you know not. Yeah, it's, it's, and this is back when I was wasn't relying on the markets, but you know I'd have days where you'd, you'd sell three or four thousand dollars worth of photography yeah. on a Sunday morning, you know, yeah. which, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good shot in the arm, not just financially but also emotionally. Like you'd, you know, because because it could be quite depressing. And 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 I've got horror stories of the mm. things that people would say to me. Yeah. Um, literally tell me my photos were shit to my face. Yeah, yeah. you know, which which was just amazing to me like it was more and obviously i'd love that they I'd, were I'd the love, ones with the problem i wasn't the one yeah with the yeah i'd, you know I'd love I mean?
1: to do i'd love to deal with those kind of people
0: yeah yeah oh look uh, you know and and you'd have you'd have people that's well, even people that were, were a bit snide or you know mm. oh i've got i've got a photo better than yeah of the 12 yeah. apostles better than that and of course me being a smart ass i'd just say oh and now uh, where can i see your work mate you know I just my hackles would get up straight away yeah you know? yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah yeah straight defensive you know, and, fence, man. Yeah, and I, so, had, I had one in particular very very bad run in with a customer but I won't I won't open that one up
1: name and shame him go on they probably don't <laughs> listen um yeah so it's it's just a really interesting topic and um like I said we spoke to Tom last week and he was saying about how he yeah. does his exhibition he sells work out of his gallery I don't know how much he sells online
0: yeah.
1: um, so I think there is a, a big gap to seeing something in person versus something online and like I said yeah. there's an emotional connection and stuff like that so it's definitely. good food it's good food for thought
0: definitely and I and I think when it comes to Tom um he's got he he crosses the threshold of art photography do you know right. what i mean like so a lot of his particularly his aerial stuff is yeah. um Crap. borderline yep. borderline abstract
1: yeah um Crap.
0: he he uses you know color he he uses texture a lot yeah. Um, he also uses materials. So, you know, he'll print to metal, he'll print to acrylic, he'll, yeah. you know, canvas, obviously, like I do, um, you know, and, and, and then he's fully framed pieces and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: Tom also, um, I'm sure he won't, you know, get upset with me saying this, Tom, Tom's work is expensive, um, yeah. which, which, is a, which is a market of its own. Um, yeah. He's targeting a particular uh, demographic. Um, which is which is interesting. And and he also, uh, limited editions, I think he does quite a bit of limited edition work as well, Yeah, which I'm might, not a fan yeah. of at all. I, well, I've, I've, I've tried a couple of times to do limited edition stuff and yeah. people are just well, like, yeah, whatever, mate.
1: Well, this is the conversation <laughs> I was having last night along the lines of, you know, do we do limited editions? And I went, no, nah, no, nah, I don't. The, the limited edition prints now have a bit of a, a bad rap. People, I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it, Cam. I mean, I, a
0: limited edition painting, sure. Yeah. There's one.
1: Yeah. See, <laughs> if, if, I was, if I was going to go down the avenue of doing limited edition things, they would be one-offs. Hmm. Because to me, that's limited. Like, limited to 100, that's not limited. That's that's no. 100, 100 copies of the same thing. But yeah, that's right. if it's a limited print, like the one behind me, like, you might say, right, I'm going to do one print of this only, and that's it. Yep. And once it's going to be on sale... And then if it doesn't sell, it goes away in the archives and never comes out again.
0: Yeah, it's funny because um, I've often thought, all right, how can I, how can I possibly prove that this is one of one in the digital era? Yeah. And that, and the only way to do that now is with an NFT. That's right, and we're not going anywhere (laughs) near NFTs. So here's your print. Here's your QR code that you'll scan, and it'll take you to your NFT. Mm. End of story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or or you go back and shoot film and give them the nig.
0: Now, funny you should say that. I did my very first exhibition up in Queensland. So I was doing the markets. I've done them for about four or five years. And yep. then a gallery approached me whether I wanted to do an exhibition, which was pretty exciting, like awesome stuff. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do an exhibition. So I went out and specifically shot 20 new images. So my target was to have 20 new photos that no one would I did it up and down the Sunshine Coast. Uh, even like hired a helicopter and went all in Mm. and did did the whole bit. Got some really cool shots. Yeah. Three of which I decided to make limited editions, one of one. And I got my framer to frame the negative in the thing. Yep. Uh, I ended up throwing all three of them away. Right, (laughs) right. That's it made no difference. What people didn't care. They they thought the they thought the idea was cool. Like, Like, oh wow, like yeah, this really is mine. Mm. but i you know i just couldn't it didn't like people didn't jump they didn't get in the exhibition and they what sold first yeah. i sold a bit of the exhibition it was great but i never yeah. sold them i was-
1: i think i think you've hit the, hit the nail on the head earlier though i think and i think it's something that we forget quite a lot and i i i don't know why i do but i always relate back to music and photography i think there's such a connection between the two that hasn't really been established properly but you know, it's emotion. It's an it's mm. an emotive response to something. It's something that puts you in that, you know, it's standing on that coastline looking at you know you can feel the warm breeze in the in the lighthouse or where I am, where you can sort of understand how cold it is and people have a, a like a physical emotional reaction to it like they do with music. Yep. Um and if it's online, it's really, really hard for people to to get that. But if they're in the location or have visited that location, it's a memory, it's a it's a flashback to, oh yeah, I've been there, that's great. Yeah. I remember that place. So I know what it's like. So, yeah, exactly. I think you might have
0: yeah. And it's also like I mentioned before. Um, it, it's it, so we get people that in Ocean Grove that have holidayed in Ocean Grove their whole life. Yeah, and so did their parents, and so did their parents. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they, they came here literally as babies, and mm. and they grew up on that beach every summer. You know. And and through their formative years, and they might have met someone, they might have fallen in love, they might have got married, they might have started their own family, all off the back of this area, but they live in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so so obviously there's that there's that emotional connection straight away, yeah. which, which just, just works. Um, yeah. you know, again, Point Lonsdale. The amount of times people come in, oh yeah, that's where we got engaged. We would love, mm. we'd love to get a great photo of the jetty at Point Lonsdale. What have you got? You know, you just yeah, show, yeah. and and yeah, you've got photos of the jetty at Point Lonsdale. I know at least three other photographers that have taken better photos than I've got, Mm. but they're there and they're talking to the dude that took the photo. And and that is yet another emotional connection. Yeah. I
1: think, I think that is also another part of it. Yeah. being No one
0: can sell my photography like I can sell my photography. It's just how it is.
1: Yeah. And it's funny. We had that similar conversation with the Richmond gallery out here is based on just pure work constraints and, and time constraints. We weren't able to get out there all the time on the weekends and Luke O'Brien, who I share the gallery with, he does the Salamanca market. So he's at the market on Saturday. So we didn't neglect the gallery. Um, and we but we we just haven't put as much physical presence in the gallery as we would like to. But every yeah. time I every time I've been in there and spoken to customers coming in, the, the, the not the salesperson, but it's just that personality kicks in that. People yeah. go, oh, you're the, you took these photos. Oh, cool! And then you can start telling stories about where they were. And I can guarantee I moved more work when I was there than when I haven't been there. It's so, an absolute, absolute
0: given. Yeah, um, yeah. So when I finished up at Yumundi, um, my wife and I uh, decided to travel for a year in Europe. And one of my mates offered to run my market stall at Yamundi for me. And I was like, yeah, yeah no problem. That's that'll that'll be great. Um, after about six months, we had to pull the pin because he just wasn't yeah. making the sales that I could make. Yeah. There was a f- couple of photos that I had that. Sold themselves, but a lot of them people needed to know the story behind it. So yeah, like the Jesus um, kangaroo, the, the Jesus kangaroo. Um, Ash Hughes comes to mind as well. So Ash sells a lot of photos around the Surf Coast, mm. and I print for him. So I know a lot of the work that he's selling. And more, not more often than not, but but I would say at least fifty percent of the time, yeah. in his surf photos, there are surfers in the photos.
1: Yeah, and right. I yeah. bet
0: that I bet that he is selling that photo either to a surfer. Yeah. who knows Bell's Beach or knows, you know, Winky Pop or knows Janjark, knows those, yeah. those beaches. Or he's selling it to a partner of a surfer who's yeah, buying right. it for a gift.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they no. can
0: see themselves there. They can see them. That's mm-hmm. them standing on the beach holding their board or, you know, yeah. carving that wave. So, um th- again, that's that emotional connection. Actually... You've got to be good. You can't just go out and take whatever no, and right. think you're yeah. going to have an emotional connection. You've still got to mm-hmm. have... The quality of, of photographs mm, yeah, and, I, and I, th- I think it's one of the big myths in in photography and that is that 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 people think it's easy to make a living out of it it's, yeah. just, it's yeah. just damn well not it's yeah. hard it's yeah, hard it
1: craft. is yeah it's not easy going and look if it wasn't for workshops and things like that I, I'd be in a different boat altogether yeah um, but I, I would love to be able to just move some I'd love to be able to sell prints that I'm proud of Yeah, and and places I've been that I'm proud of, and sell them to people so they could have them on their wall, and uh, you know, like I think like Tom said last week as well, like he he put a photo up in some multi-million dollar mansion Hmm. where they had tens of thousands of dollars worth of art on the wall, and they chose his photo for one of the main spots like that. That's that that's a feeling that money can't buy. Again, that's emotion for us.
0: I'd be curious uh, to know whether the people that bought that photo had been to that location. Yeah, that'd be
1: interesting.
0: I'd be incredibly surprised if they haven't. Yeah, that's right. It'd be rare yeah. if they just picked a bit of work for no reason, wouldn't it? Yes. Without some attachment. Yeah, that's right. It's either going to be a really spectacular, well-known place, or a place they've been to. Yeah, yeah, I would, have, I would have thought. Right. Well, you've solved my problem. I,
1: I can. I'm going to sell millions next year. Happy to help you, mate. That's but fine. No I'll, print,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll print your canvases for you.
1: I need someone to print canvas because I don't. one down here that I like does it? Well, it? Did ship one to you today?
0: Yes, no cool. he hasn't, did. Hasn't arrived yet, but yeah uh, if anyone would like to enter this discussion, we it's a two-way street here on the Down South Photo yeah, Show. Yeah, I'd love to hear um, people's ideas. Speaking of, Cameron. Um,
1: well, if, before you go there, I, I would actually like to hear from listeners, because that's the other side of the fence, because a lot of our listeners are photographers or, or lovers of photography. Yes. What what actually, not convinces them, but what actually moves them to buying a, a framed print often off a photographer is it yeah you know is it the photo itself or is it that you know exactly what we have been talking about saying well i love that photo because i've been there and i've felt that before so i'd love to get an idea we could do a bit of a poll you know tell us if you think you buy more on emotion or whether or not you buy more on visual you know you know strikes you as a nice photo or, or well, have you, you
0: ever bought a photo account that's yeah, not yours?
1: yes yep i've bought a few
0: yeah
1: um and i guess a lot of times the photos i've Bought have been because it's a place I've been. Yep. Yep. Um, and a lot of a lot of other times it's because I actually like supporting other artists. Yeah. So if I see a nice photo, I'm like, that's a lovely photo. I've never been there, but I really like the photo and it looks lovely. I'm more than happy to part with my money to buy a, a nice photo of a nice place if it supports someone. So, um, but yeah, like it, it'd be an emotional attachment or a visual
0: attachment to it. Yeah. 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 I, I've bought um over the journey. Uh. What is the guy's name? <laughs> Obviously a big fan. Uh, in Barwon Heads. Uh, Barwon Heads. Byron Bay. Another big town. No. Um, I, I can't remember his surname. That's terrible. Anyway, uh, people who visit Byron will know this guy. Been up there since the 80s. I don't even know if he's still got a gallery there, but a lot of dolphin stuff. Right. Um, shots that are taken directly off. Uh, it's got a French-sounding name. You're Googling it for me. Thank you. I am. Um it's got a D apostrophe something, I reckon. But anyway. Ooh, um okay. no, anyway. Here you go. But I'll keep looking. But I, I remember when I was there and man, I was I had no money, but I was in this guy's gallery and he, he just had this awesome photo of a dolphin bursting through a wave just off Byron Heads. Byron Heads yes. oh my God, I've done it again. Byron Bay. Two and, two, uh, two, two bit two beer episode, or was there a couple before yeah. the episode? Sorry about that. No, 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 it's definitely two. Um yeah, so I bought his, um, and you know, what f- I'm sure I bought someone else's photograph, but I can't remember. But anyway, I've definitely bought like um, uh, limited edition, <laughs> limited edition paintings.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I think
0: a limited edition print of a painting has more edge to it than a limited edition. Photograph yeah, I I, for some I I
1: do. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I, I feel that. I feel like but it's got to be like
0: one like, of ten. It can't be one. As you say, one of a yeah. hundred, one of a thousand, whatever. Yeah. It's not much.
1: Uh, I can't find who that is. He might not be in Byron Bay anymore, but he may not uh, be. It was
0: a long time ago back when um, Jesus played fullback for Jerusalem.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was a shit player too. He was. No, he, was always, he always went missing. Um, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, nice. yeah, I, I think uh, I've always thought that painters are actually more skillful than photographers. I think someone to paint a that scene. That goes without saying. Like someone someone has paint the scene behind us with brushes and mixing <laughs> paint and stuff like that. that. That's incredible. Like I'm happy
0: to part money with that. Next um, time you're at my place, which will be next year, Cam, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but have you seen the painting I've got of the three galas?
1: I think I have. Is that in
0: the lounge room? Yes, it's yeah, it's, so. it's yes. phenomenal and yeah. everyone asks me if it's one of my photos. Yes, yeah. And, and it's like are you kidding have a look I wish I could get a photo like that but it's been yeah. painted, you know. Yeah, incredible. yeah.
1: And the other thing that's really really interesting I love is the 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 fine pencil sketching yes. of of animals and wombats and all that kind of stuff. They are
0: incredible as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking up this guy that um yeah. See, talk amongst yourselves for a second, but I've got yeah, to drop this yeah. guy's name in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg Possel. How could I forget? Um, is, that the, is that the guy from Byron Bay? No, Greg Possel's no. the guy that no. painted my galah. Oh, people. right. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's incredible. The best bird artist out there. Um. Anyway, we digress. Um, what were we talking about? So we're yeah, going we're we're gonna to be- get, we,
1: I think that's it. I think we've covered. I think, I think you've given me some really good uh, tips there. And probably anyone listening was also probably impressed by just the intellect of that conversation. So <laughs> <laughs> they just, so
0: weren't. <laughs> so,
1: so generally, we don't go that deep and then that, that full on, but <laughs> uh, maybe that's Tom from last week rubbing off on us. It could be. Probably, um,
0: probably we're going to talk. Uh, I think we're going to hold Dear Cam over to next week. because yeah, Deer Cam getting... is a big one. We're getting yeah. deep into this into this episode. We're probably pushing you out close to the hour as it is. Yeah. Um, tip of the week. Tip of the
1: week. Oh, oh we do stereo. I like it. How many uh, people? How many people just vomited in their own mouths? You reckon all of them? This is your um. <laughs> this is your tip of the week, Cam. So take it yes. Back. Well, the tip of the week. It's. A, a, we've probably touched on it in a couple of conversations, but for of Christ people, use your histogram on the back of your camera. Stop looking at the back of your screen as an exposure guide. So a lot of people take photos and go, oh, that's too dark. I better I better change it, right? That's too bright. I better, I better change that. Your histogram is what will give you the most accurate output of what light you've captured in that shot. So I implore people over the Christmas break, when you get your new camera for Christmas or whatever, understand what histograms do, find your histogram on your camera and how to display it. Some cameras have a live histogram, which I think is probably one of the best inclusions on a camera in the last sort of five or six years. So it'll actually show you if you're clipping highlights or shadows and things like that. But so many people I, I teach and, and meet, the first thing they do is look at the back of the camera and just go, oh, it's too dark on that screen. That screen is more or less just a computational or a composition tool, really, just to make sure everything's okay. Use your histogram, find out what the histogram does and learn how to use it because it'll make your photos a lot better, quicker.
0: Um, so if it's good enough for Thomas Heaton, it's good enough for you because... Thomas Thomas Heaton. Never heard of him. Yeah. Look him up. Great. Yeah, I was watching his YouTube channel two nights ago. I'm addicted to his videos. Speaking and of you, uh, speaking he, I, I noticed on his live, he had a live Instagram.
1: Right. Speaking of uh, YouTube, we I actually had a, a message from a good friend of ours on the show, a really good YouTuber friend of our show, Mr. Mm-hmm. Ben Horn. Hello, uh, Ben. Ben, uh, whether or not he's listening or not, but... Of course he is. It's been a it, while.
0: He's, he's been, he was the our inaugural inaugural, inaugural, inaugural guest on, it, on, on the show, wasn't right he? After 10
1: beers. He, he was. was. Um, but he finally received our Down South Photo Show shirt and book um, that I sent him. So it had been sitting in the post office for three months. And for some reason, his his post office hadn't notified him of something in his post box. Right. Well,
0: so, I expect a photo of him wearing said shirt, did you say, or hat, shirt?
1: Uh, shirt. So I, I expect a photo. If, um, if he's listening, which I hope he is, or if people are going to go watch Ben Horn's YouTube channel, <laughs> maybe we can all get on there and say, geez, we'd love to see your downtown photo show T-shirt on the next <laughs> video. Right. Exactly. That would be great. But yes, uh, he uh, he reached out and um, mentioned that he finally got it. So that was good.
0: Now, as per usual, we, we sort of duck and dive on this show and we go all over the shop. What I was going to say earlier was it is December the 7th as we're recording this. This will come out on December 9th. Um, it's getting towards the back end of the year. I think we might be well and truly overdue for a live show, Cameron. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done one for some time. And I think wrapping up everything that's gone on in 22, we might talk about like our favorite episodes. We might, uh, they'll be live. So there'll be full interaction and all that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, we just need to, of course, work out when that might be. And we like to do them on a Sunday. Uh, Christmas Day yeah. is a Sunday. Uh, New Year's Day, uh, New Year's Eve new year's eve would be a sunday as well so that could be interesting mm-hmm. um we could anyway. start with, here's a thought which i don't think it'll work but
1: uh we could start off new year's eve with a live episode that's right
0: well that's a thought
1: or, or do we do a countdown to new year's eve on the down south photo show? Yeah. god imagine, no imagine <laughs> how pissed we'd all be, be <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true it's,
0: it's got merit but no nah. Well maybe um, maybe we could do like anyway, I don't know. Um oh, next... I think I think somewhere between Christmas and New Year we should we should do it. Right. Well, next, maybe next... the Friday night between yeah. Christmas and New Year.
1: I was gonna say next Sunday's out for me, Christmas Day is out. Um but we could definitely do one maybe the thirtieth of I'm looking at the thirtieth. Should we, right. should we Pen- maybe put
0: Pen- that in there? Pen- Friday the thirtieth of December. Pencil yeah. that in, Cameron. We'll. Uh, there you go. You heard it here first. Or, or as if, usual, if, we're organising things on the fly. Yeah, or
1: if the crowd wants to do a New Year's Eve special, I don't. I don't do anything New Year's Eve anymore. I'm as bored. No, New Year's, as Year's Eve is
0: shit. so overrated. It's yeah, the most but, overrated night of the year.
1: But if people want to jump on, we don't. Have <laughs> particularly to when it. you're fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we don't have to jump on it. Not midnight, fifty yet. But- not yet. You're getting there. Um, We don't have to jump on at midnight, but we could jump on at eight o'clock and do an hour and a Look, bit it's show.
0: Possible, but we're we're, we're penciling in the thirtieth. But yeah, but if there's enough. overwhelming support for a New Year's Eve one, if, for the, if it's the Saturday night, then maybe we'll we'll see. Hey, that's, um, a no. that's a no from you. You just don't want to. It's do it. clearly a no. But Cameron, what have you got coming up this week aside from building a fence? Uh, I'm planning for our New Year's Eve. <laughs> that's right you've started that's it, yeah. um, and you're going to go and muscle your mate out of Salamanca markets and get in on his territory that's it get out of there <laughs> um, what do I got coming up um, we are expecting
1: uh, Tom. are <gasps> I- hey,
0: you congratulations
1: yes no 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 more kids oh, no no um, we are Tom and I are expecting that's even weirder um, our cradle mountain book proof so we're getting our first advanced copy <laughs> hopefully might have it by next week early next week oh, um, so, who, so who
0: keeps the proof
1: Uh, We get well, of course, we've done two copies that's four. We've done one with my cover and one with his cover. So, we've done so what we've done is a 2000 run, 2000 print run, a thousand with Tom's front cover, and a thousand with my front cover. Fantastic. So, what we're going to do is uh, we get one each. So, it's been it's in the mail as we speak. Uh, and then yeah, we'll be able to show it off. But, uh, I've got pre sale, I've got pre sales going on my website. Tom's got pre sales on his website. Um, so that's arriving hopefully. If anything, early early next week or very late this week. Uh, and as I said, there's another shout-out for Chelsea. That's about 12 for the episode. It is. That should really keep her happy for the next month or two, I'd say.
0: Definitely. Ultra demanding. Jeez. If you would like to order a copy of Cam and Tom's <laughs> book, uh, by all means, hit them up in the link in the description mm. and pre-order your uh, coffee table book, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's a 30-centimeter by 30-centimeter book. Ooh,
1: it's a um, hoof that's a hoofah. Uh, it's got a bit of weight to it. Uh, and it's going to be, I think it's just under 200 pages, I think, from memory. Um, yeah. So they will be arriving probably about the first week of January. So when I'm up in Melbourne, I'll be picking up a lot of them and bringing them back to Tassie. And then we'll be selling them all around Tasmania. But you can so get a copy online as well. Can you? Okay. All right. And my copy's already been put aside. Uh, I've got your birthday present also. <laughs> perfect excellent mm. and um, uh,
0: no doubt you're stretching canvas for the rest of the week so it's been things are starting to heat up we, it's it's funny december it i, I get so I don't want to say pissed off. I've, I've been doing this for a long time but mm. you know you get sort of it all builds up and then december actually hits but it's a little bit of a calm before the storm the first week of december it's good it's busy and then it's, it goes to defcon 5 it's just like <laughs> bang off she goes so yeah. um yeah, so I'm I'm I feel like I've I've sort of swum to the surface. I've just got my head above it, so I'm 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 good. And now the so, tide's coming in. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. it'll be it'll be crazy. It's it's hilarious. Uh, it, it, again, it happens every year. Christmas Eve rolls around about five o'clock. Christmas Eve, and yeah. I cross bang off on the, the bang last, on the, door. Yep. the last canvas has been collected. The last frame print's been collected. The last you know camera's been picked up, and it's just such a good feeling. Yeah, And uh, away we go. So um, looking forward to getting all of that done. Also, just as an aside, while we're plugging things, tonight I launched my one-on-one photography workshops where you can actually buy a workshop for a friend for uh, a gift for Christmas, or you can buy one for yourself. That is on the website. Um, I'd like to thank John from the other night who inspired me to go ahead and do that because we were talking about running the classes and he said, no, no, dude. You do this really well. You've got to do one-on-one stuff a lot more. So uh, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to retire on that by the, this time next year. Hey, um, what are you doing in January apart from turning fifty? Um,
1: are oh, you got much on January? Yeah, are you going uh, away?
0: No, this time because um, so January last year went to Port Ferry, if yeah. you may remember. Uh this year we have a wedding in Noosa in early February. So right. it's gonna be a little bit tricky to take both mm. bits of time away from the shop, but we shall see. What a, what, what it we sounded could... like a loaded question. Yeah, it is a loaded
1: question because I'm I'm up in Melbourne. I'm doing those Olympus days. You're in Melbourne, the, Australia. Yeah, the twelfth, the thirteenth, and the eighteenth and the nineteenth. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, like I'm up there, why don't maybe we should do a little mini workshop somewhere. You and I are just around Ocean
0: Grove and See, we can Def- get a few people going to it. The idea definitely has merit. I like it. Let's talk off here. <laughs> <laughs> we well, can talk on air. but no, that'd be weird. Yeah, no, uh, no. Thanks to everyone for listening into Check's Notes, episode sixty-three of the Down South Photo Show. Mm. Cameron, anything else to add? No, I'm done. I think we almost need like that Cam's last word. Segment. Cam's last word. <laughs> no, I, I actually feel a bit of pressure when I get
1: to the end because I always you always want me to say something quirky like goodbye and cowabunga and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I just get to the point where I'm like, i got
0: nothing. Yeah, bye. Um, yeah, yeah I'm shit. Don't be surprised, folks, if there is no episode next week. I didn't think there'd be one this week, but as yes. it turned out, I've made time, so that's fine. Uh, as I say, as things get a bit closer to Christmas yeah, this guy has a fair bit going on, but uh, we shall see. Don't please don't think I'm I don't want to do one. It's just we might not be able to. So. And if you would like to see a New Year's Eve Down South Photo Show, show if you would like
1: to see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got nothing, mate. Uh, it's lovely. Thank you again for that canvas you've done, and thank okay. you for the insight tonight. You've actually helped me probably more than you've helped the listeners.
0: No worries. Uh, and uh, I'll make sure I write you a check when I make my first million. I live to give. We will see you for episode 64 of the Down South Photo Show very soon. Cheers guys. Bye. See you later.